Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com careers. The Jackson County Fair Board, in conjunction with Total Media, proudly present Neil McCoy. McCoy. Saturday, July 15th at the Jackson County Fair. VIP track access seats now available for only 30 bucks, which includes admission to the fair. Get tickets now at jacksoncoohfair.com or at the Total Media Studios in Jackson. got in a way and just smeared it. Hi! (laughs) How are you all? Hey, it's Monday. This is a crazy Monday. How are you? I'm just wonderful, the Jennifer. So here's the deal. So Deanna and I were here and both of us were at the Raccoon Creek market market over the weekend. So we were blabbing about that and we weren't paying any attention (laughs) to the fact that we were on. Girl talk. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. So welcome to Monday here on the morning show. And um, it is a beautiful uh, rainy Monday. A Rickless Monday. And it's a Rickless Monday. So Rick has a chair here if he ever shows up. Yeah, he's left me on my own today. Yeah. <laughs> this will be... Oh, paybacks or you know what. <laughs> <laughs> you just wait. I may or may not show up for the performance on Saturday uh, or Sunday. Yeah. No, I think I better. Yeah, yeah you better I'm show up. That's a good example yeah. to the rest of the crew. That's right. Well, our good friend Deanna Stroth is here. So you and I were both at the Raccoon Creek Market over the weekend. Right. Well, that and was something, wasn't it? It was exactly as it should yes, have been. Yes, It was the most perfect of days. It like truly was. Yeah, you could have ordered you know, a, a more beautiful day. Absolutely. And um, it was just so many really, really cool vendors. Um, I got there fairly early, I think about 1040. And um, there was quite a good crowd yeah, there. there. There was. I mean, they were coming and going all day long. And um, it was, you know, I hope it's something they'll do every year. I hope so, yeah, too. So, I mean, there was, was just wonderful. a little bit of everything you could think of there. Mm-hmm. So. There was. There was jewelry and all kind of fun stuff. I got my tattoo. <laughs> Jan. I just wanted to make my mother crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Is she watching? I don't know. Sometimes yes, yeah. sometimes no. You're a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no, it was a wonderful um Went out, took uh, took our sweet Marley dog, and and we had a mommy Marley day, and uh, just went out and about, and mm-hmm. had a great time. Got to meet some uh, great kids, and Morgan Washam was playing mm-hmm. at the time I was there. So many cool vendors. Yeah. I, like, 
So I just kept gathering cards. I'm like, I don't need anything right now, but I love your stuff. Yeah. Do you have a card so that I, know, I can I keep mean, it? You know, there was what stained glass, a lady there with that made hats. Yes. Um, um, and of course, one of our, I've got to give her a little plug, Elise Lewis. You know, she's in our ladies chorus. She does the tallow balm, the yes. hide, you know, yep. which is, I've got some of her, it is wonderful stuff. Um, you know, guy that was making wood you know uh, there was woodworking there was the oh i talked to the pottery guy Mm -hmm. he was like making things while a woman there that was making bread yes we tasted it here on the show (laughs) and they brought in like four different loaves of bread and we got to sample them all and i was like i know okay and she honestly i got there and it was probably I don't know. By the time I got to her booth, it was probably eleven something, and she had sold out of like a couple no of um, mm-hmm. a couple of flavors mm-hmm. already. And I'm not I was surprised. Like, yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. It was beautiful out of Buckeye Furnace. What Which a is lovely venue! Anyway, really, truly, it is. It's a beautiful area. Yeah, absolutely beautiful uh, venue. Kind of a um, interesting drive out there. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it's kind of a. Uh, Windy in one well, lane. Well, that is, that is true. Yeah. That is true, especially when you get on Buckeye Park Road. Yeah. yeah. And have to worry but, about driving into the swamp. You know, I didn't notice it driving there. I think Marley and I were talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I was leaving, I was like, this is weird. There's like literally just swamp on both yeah, sides of me. And no guardrails. <laughs> yeah, and nothing to stop you from going into the swamp. Just don't go fast. Don't yeah, go just on, just yeah. kind of creep along. Yeah. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. It really No is. worries. Yeah, I don't think anybody's ever gone into it. Yeah. So it's not deep. Not anyway. willingly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody except the am- amunals. Am- am- amunals. Okay. So, but that's not why you're here today. No. You are here to talk about something cool that's going on with the D.M. Davis Choirs. We're having our summer show this Saturday, uh, the 17th, 7 o'clock at the Marquee Theater. Um, The the Great American Songbook. That's cool. Sounds awesome. Yeah. It's, um, I know on the radio, the guys, you know, um, or Josh especially, you know, he was thinking, and I that I did too. You know, I don't know why they named it that because it's really it's not like Gershwin or you know or that or that kind of thing. But um, most of the songs you're familiar with. Um, the ladies are doing a couple of songs I think that are a little more modern. You mm-hmm. know, um, actually pretty recent. But um, cool. But yeah, but I mean, you know, things like my old Kentucky home, and that's a real neat version you know, that we got there. I mean, there's, you know. Um, the guys, when they pick out music, they, they're really kind of going for, you know, not just your normal run-of-the-mill version. Okay. You know, so it's, you know, it's really kind of interesting. It's like a jazzed-up version. Yeah, a lot of times, you know, might might be. And um, so, but Rick always seems to pick out for the ladies, I mean, challenging things. <laughs> you know, <laughs> since he's not here today, you yeah, can we just can go talk say, bad about it. <laughs> go ahead and say what you think about Rick. <laughs> no, well, no, I, you know, no, I we love Rick. We do. I think, um, you know, our, the ladies all feel so, and really now the, the men too, because he directs some of the men, but um, we're so blessed. Yeah. You know, to have him. Even if he doesn't show up. Even if he doesn't show up, he will be, he will hear about this oh unless of course something bad has happened you know then we then we'll feel real bad about what we said right yeah but yeah but he's yeah he's we're reckless today 
Rickless. So there's a chick with no Rick. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> a Rickless chick. Oh, no. <laughs> what will we do? So, no. So you guys have been working um, quite some time on on putting this show together. Yes, we practice for months, you know, for, you know, of course, we, we do two shows a year, the one in the summertime and then, of course, the Christmas show. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so... You know, all that practicing, we really appreciate when people come, you know, and sit in the seats. Well, of course. And we get to. Yeah, I mean, show off what you all have worked so hard for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think the community, you know, um, and we do get a lot of support, you know, from, you know, from a lot of different areas. But um, uh, I think the community is lucky to have a community like ours you know i think so and you know this just goes goes back to our welsh heritage and you know the fact that that um you know in the welsh culture there's so much singing Mm -hmm. and talent Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and um performance Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um well we don't do much welsh song when any welsh because it's hard to sing when you have to go (laughs) all the time well i know that's what wilbur mccormick always says it sounds like you're spitting and choking (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's true, but that doesn't take away from the fact that we have so much talent in our well, area of course, from our heritage. That's why we're named the D.M. Davis, D. Merrill Davis, you know, chorus, you know, after that wonderful showman, you yes. know, D. Merrill. But, um, uh, and I guess he was Welsh, you know, so I know. I know Aren't I, we all? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. I didn't but, know it was like possible to live here and not have a little bit in you. Well, I think, I think, I think a lot of people, you know, of course, you know, people have, you know, become infused into the community from other sure. areas now, you know, so it's, I probably watered down a little bit, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, like I said, we try, we try to sing songs that people, um, if they're not familiar with, at least they're going to enjoy. And, yeah. You know, um, for sure. And if you want to sing along, you know, if you know the song, you know, sing along with us. That's exactly and right. And actually come and join us. You know, we would love to have, we need both men and women in the chorus, you know, so uh, we practice every Tuesday evening, um, ladies at six o'clock. If we're practicing for a show, we sing together, the men and women at seven and the men then sing from eight until nine. Okay. You know, so um, just, you know, if you're interested, just show up. Uh, at the Marquet Theater. On Tuesdays. Yep, yep. There's no cost to join. You know, we just, all we ask is that you, you know, would try to make a valiant attempt, you know, to come to the practices, you know. but um, And we do understand life, you know, gets in the way sometimes. Well, it does. So, it's summer, you know, some yeah. vacations, you know, all kind of other right. things going yeah, on. Yeah, we don't sick the we dogs get it. after you, if no. you don't make it, you know. Uh, don't don't yeah. get a, you know, right. lashing with a belt or right, anything right, like right. that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah we, we're good. Yeah, we don't talk bad about <laughs> except for when you don't except show for Rick. up. Except for Rick, when you don't show up on the morning show, you just wait until I see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's gonna get he's it. He's gonna get. Yeah, exactly. But no. Um. So, all right. So the show is this coming Saturday at seven. Mm-hmm. How do people get tickets? Well, they can. You probably they go. Can go online to what is it, marketickets.org. Yeah, marketickets.org. Mm-hmm. Um, they, if you go into the into the the theater before the day of the show, you can still get them for five dollars. They're five dollars online, okay, or seven dollars at the box office on the day of the show. 
Okay, so you can save yourself a little bit of money right, by buying them right, online right. and, $2, you know, you, know, you cannot of. go to McDonald's, folks, <laughs> no. you know, for $7 or $5. Right. Gee, but. <laughs> yeah, you can't even get a, a Coke anymore for that. <laughs> no. um, so, yeah, so it's great. The, these folks have worked so hard. They are so ridiculously talented. And, you know, it kind of kicks off. It's a great way to kick off, like, summer and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, have that patriotism and and just all american summer right, kind of right. stuff exactly yep so, love that yeah yeah so um like i said and we you know we see a lot of people a lot of our friends and family you know in the audience you know but um if you've not been to one of our performances again you know we surely would like to invite you you know to come and check us out absolutely please come out number one mm-hmm. number two if you haven't <laughs> just seen the marquee it's uh right. it's worth Beautiful. it and um the what is the James? What is the gallery uh, show right now? Uh, it's still Pamela Conley. Oh, Pamela Conley. Like paintings and drawings of endangered, endangered yeah, animals. There's some, there's some beautiful paintings. Does she have photographs too? Same. No, it's all just it all just paint, drawings. drawings of, yeah. yeah, she um she has a really unique story, and um she kind of started this. I feel like a little bit later in life, mm-hmm. as she. Uh, kind of got uh, uh, had to be home because of some health reasons, mm-hmm. and um, took this up and just found this crazy yeah, hidden talent. Um, yeah, really, she's very good. I mean, when we're practicing, that's what we're looking at, you know, in the gallery there at the yeah um, at the Marquet. So yeah, she's good. So there you go. See, it's so it's like a show and then a show. Right, right. Another you see, show. You see, you know, you see the the calm show and then you come on in farther (laughs) and then things get crazy and then it gets a little (laughs) wild and wacky so okay at 7 p.m saturday night about how long will your show last they're usually about an hour and a half okay Mm -hmm. so you'll be out by you know 8 30 ish we have an intermission Um, if you need to you know go potty or whatever yeah so um but uh it's hard to sing when when you have to potty too you know can't concentrate. Sure. You know, I never <laughs> thought about that. And if you sing too... And you're drinking, you got your water bottle there, you know, to keep yourself hydrated. And, you know, so we welcome the intermission. <laughs> Everyone, five, take five. Deanna's got a potty. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, the, the, the choir's got to go. We got to go. <laughs> no, that that is true. I never thought about the performers. Yep. Yeah, that is absolutely. All right. Well, is there anything else um, that you got that you wanted to tell our viewers while you're here? Or are you guys working toward anything else coming up? I know you've done some traveling singing before. Yes. No, we're, we don't have any plans for, for travel. Of course, as you know, we've been to New York to Carnegie Hall twice. Yes. And um, that was very exciting, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not everybody gets to do that. No. You know, so. That's but, pretty neat. Um, but the first time. You know, we had we had to audition for the you know f- for the uh, folks at Carnegie Hall, and when we were accepted, you know, that was back in 2016. I believe that was before the you know the thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you know from then on, you know, if whenever we say we want to come, we're you know we can come. We don't have to audition anymore. Oh, yeah, so, so you've proved just, your yeah, yourself, proved huh? ourselves, you know. So then we went back in 2019, you know, and... Um, before the thing. Before the thing. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that was exciting. I, I know Rick, he thinks he's big, you know, he, he'd like to go to Greece, he says. 
So, um, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. But um, I don't, I think, I don't know if that kind of music is, I won't say it's beyond us. I think we can do anything, but. Um, I think you can. Yeah, but, uh, but anyway. It would be unique. <clears throat> yeah. To say but, the least. I mean, we've gone as a, as a, as a group, um, we've gone to, um, what's it called? La Comedia in Spring, Springboro, I think it's called. Okay. Um, we went last, around last Christmas to see White Christmas there. It's, it's a play. Nice. And, um, you know, it's, and that was a lot of fun. Like I said, and we, you know, we try to do things together. That's uh, awesome as, as, as a, a group. group. Yeah, that's right. We made a lot of friends over the, over the years. The late, I don't know how long the men have been. I want to say 13 or 14 mm-hmm. years, 15 maybe. And the ladies, um, in this past February, it was eight years, you know, wow. we've, we've been. Seems like just yesterday you yeah, all started. Um, but yeah, so not only is, <clears throat> is, you know, being part of the choir, you know, about your love of, of singing and, and talent, but it's also fellowship right. and um, you make great friends Truly. and you get to travel and do right. some really cool right. things and it doesn't cost you anything to uh, join. No, 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 no. So no, there's, you know, there's, and there's no auditions. Nobody needs to be fearful, you know, that they've got to sing you in front. sing. <laughs> so. Dylan, can you sing? No, not really. Yeah, me either. James, no. can you sing? Not well. No, yeah, we can all sing. Oh. It's just no one wants to hear it. <laughs> well, Rick, you know, has the Rick over here. Rick, you who? Know, he, <laughs> the absent Rick, uh, you know, he has said anybody can sing, um, and I know people like you, you know, disagree. But um, but he said you, ju- you, like ju- you. <laughs> you just need to be shown how. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, we've made a lot of good friends and, um, actually we've, we've gotten some people in the chorus who've been in our audience, you know, who thought, wow, I think I'd like to be part That's of that. That's awesome. Yeah. I like to be on the, on yeah, that side yeah, of the yeah, stage. Yeah. Right, right. So. Very cool. Yeah. So, uh, um, you know, we would love to have you. Heck yeah. So join, come see the performance this weekend and mm-hmm. see if it's something that you might, right. you know, like, you don't no pressure or anything, but no, it might no, be something no, that no, you want to no. join. And you know, the thing too, um, you know, if you showed up one day or two weeks in a row or something like that, and you're thinking, oh, I don't know, maybe this isn't for me. Yeah. Um, no hard feelings, you know, but right. we would love for you to just come and give us a, a try and, you know, hopefully you'll stick around. There you go. I think if you tried it, you'll like it. Right. I think so. So, all right. So what is your favorite song that the women's choir is singing this weekend? I think Crowded Table. I don't okay. know if you've ever heard that I don't or not. know. But, um, and then I know uh, Rick said that um, he was watching, I believe it was America's Got Talent or something like that. And one of the songs, you know, he he gets kind of emotional about music. Yeah. <laughs> and he said there was this one gal who, um, I want to say she didn't, I, I don't know if was she didn't have any legs or something. Anyway, but she was singing You Say. I don't know if you've heard that one or not. But um, uh, he just got so caught up in that. So that's one of the songs awesome. that the women are, you know, so that's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you know, you say I can't, you know, but I can. Oh, you know, so. that's so good. Yeah. 
So yeah, I love that. Yeah, so that's those are a couple of the newer ones that the you know um, that the women are going to be singing. That's awesome. So, see, yeah. it's going to be a really really fun performance. Come out and see them seven o'clock this coming Saturday at the Marquee. You can't miss the Marquee. It's in the middle of downtown Jackson. That's right. The big thing marquee. With the that's... big marquee out front. <laughs> that's right. That says the Marquee on it. <laughs> And, and it kind of looks like a theater. Yeah, it kind of looks yeah. like it, like it should. Um, and these all uh, talented, talented folks will be there to entertain you for the evening. Right. So very so, good. Yes. Yeah, so please come and thank you for having. Oh us. well, thank, thank you. It's nice to talk to you again, Rick. Yeah, Rick. Yeah, he's gonna get it. He is so going to get it. Deanna, thank you so much for stopping by. All right. Well, um, let's have a message from our friends at the Venton County National Bank. And then we will be back with some news from two handsome fellas. At Venton County National Bank, we believe in supporting the areas where we live and work. Now, we'd like to honor those who also serve our communities. Our new Community Champions account is especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. This account offers rewards, discounts, and other benefits to those who give so much to others. Vinton County National Bank, rewarding those who serve. All right, and we are back with some weather, and it is looking not too bad. You know, honestly, we need that chance of, of rain, and, and we could actually use a little bit. Um, and look at those mild, mild temperatures for the entire week. So basically highs in the lower 70s all the way up to the low 80s. Um, a little bit of rain in the next couple of days in the forecast, but again, as I said, we can use it. Um, and, um, not too bad. Very, very good temperatures. So there you go. Enjoy. Happy summer. We have some decent weather. Indeed. Not too bad at all. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's, uh, take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Get out, get outside, do some things, lots of things to do, which, you know, we've talked about and we will talk about. That's exactly right. And if you have any yard work and whatnot to do, this is the week to do it. You had to bring that up. <laughs> I know. Did some mulching over the weekend, and yeah, I have more to do. Right, which is what we would expect of a former horse queen. Yes. Horsey type stuff. And it smells <laughs> kind of like I've been in the barn, too, okay. the mulch. Well, that, is <laughs> that is good. But that's a whole other story. Whew. All right, so boys, what are you two handsome gentlemen going to talk about today? Well, I tell you what, Phil is with us today. Because he is, uh, you know, a top-notch public affairs reporter, mm -hmm. uh, covers uh, some of the main beats on the public affairs beat. And, uh, of course, uh, he just covered uh, a story that we talked about a lot the last week or so, which was, you know, the contratemps there with the Board of Elections and staffing and so forth. And he jumped right out of that into another dispute at the county level. Oh, no. Uh, not, not that he looks for trouble. I, Phil, I, what are you doing? I, 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 I point him that way and he handles it. But we had a big story in Saturday's paper that he's going to talk about. And it's kind of jumped into uh, the public arena. Okay. And that is the labor negotiations for a new contract between the Jackson County Sheriff's Office employees and the Teamsters Union that represents those unionized employees. We're talking about oh. deputies, dispatchers, and corrections officers. And the reason that it's become public is that the uh, the union representative, uh, not one of the employees, but the union representative from the Teamsters, 
has gone public with it. And so, therefore, we have gone public with it, too, okay. trying to be very careful to cover both sides of, of the uh, the union side as well as the, the county level, which is uh, basically the county commissioners. They are the management in this case rather than the sheriff. But oh, anyway, okay. Anyway, Phil worked very hard towards the end of last week, making various contacts, uh, covering that. Uh, we had a big story on the front page. We also had... Uh, letters to the editor or statements from both sides on our editorial page. So it's, it's out there. Uh, that was in Saturday's paper, okay. also online as well. And Phil is here to give you some details on that as it continues to play out. And he survived a rattlesnake attack over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what's most dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not either. Uh, thanks for that, Pete. Uh, yeah, this um, this has recently been put out into the public, as Pete said. But um, they are actually, both parties are due to meet this morning uh, to try to iron out some details along with uh, the county auditor, Tiffany Ridgeway. Okay. And hopefully, you know, everybody's fairly hopeful that this will be able to be resolved. But uh, as it stands now, this, this all started when a Facebook group was created um, by this union representative. His name is Mike Dickerson. He's the uh, Teamsters Local Union number 637. Uh, he's their business manager and secretary. Um, as Pete said, he submitted a letter to the editor, but he started this Facebook group first toward the end of May, uh, the beginning of June. And it's called uh, Save Our Jackson County Sheriff's Office. And he put on some statements all that boil down to all these employees that Pete had mentioned, the deputies, the corrections officers, and um, the dispatchers are underpaid. Uh, to the tune of forty percent below market rate, um, he goes oh, on. He that's goes wild, right? Um, then he goes on to say also um, that there is a big exodus of people about to leave their positions. You know, whatever they may be in all three or you know all those positions, if this pay is not upped, um, this all came out. Of course, there you know wasn't a, a, an immediate statement. But we got some immediate feedback after these statements were made online, you know, countering these these comments from the union saying that it's not only, you know, misleading, but some is utterly false. And some of the some of the things that were said to be false, um, the union rep states that the county has twenty three million dollars in an investment fund that they can move in and out of the general fund whenever they please. Uh, the commissioners didn't say this, but the county treasurer, Lee Hubbard, uh, spoke up. He's the person in charge of making the investment. I think he would probably know. Right. And he's done it for a very long time. He said that that statement's absolutely false. Um, he says that he's the, like I said, he's the person who invests the county's money. Um, and it's illegal to move those uh, those monies from uh, the general fund to non-general funds. So he said that that's very misleading and just outright false. Okay. Um he get the the union rep named the starting wages for these employees that being 1333 an hour for corrections officers and dispatchers those are starting wages he doesn't go on to say anything other than starting wages and the starting wage of a deputy is 1867 an hour mm-hmm. um you know that's that's not disputed at all but the commissioners eventually did jointly make a comment in response to the union reps comments which are fairly consistent the letter to the editor is almost exactly what he put in one of the early posts on the facebook group 
Okay. Um, he's also noted too, I will say this, that I didn't put in this article. He's noted that the county has given some fair union contracts and he specifically notes that uh, the employees at the engineer's office in the county, all of whom I'll say almost start out higher than a deputy with the sheriff's office. Okay. But that aside, the commissioners say that they have been, as a group, the three men, Paul Howler, Donnie Willis, John Hensler, have been um, first responding, military, law enforcement. They've all been pro. Um, they're very, very much. It, more so than any other group of commissioners in the history of the county, they say. Uh, they, he points to, they point to the fact that uh, Mr. Howler has been in the military law enforcement uh, sure. for upwards of 50 years. Donnie was a correct, he's been in corrections for 18 years and has been the jail administrator was mm -hmm. for a long time. And that uh, Hensler has voted in favor of every uh, pro first responder or law enforcement uh, legislation to ever come across the table. Okay. So they, they pointed that out and they point out that in the past three years, they've invested, you know, upwards of over a million dollars. They, they gave a, a big chunk of the ARPA money toward the new 911 dispatching center which I think that alone was uh, a million or more. Uh, they've, they redid the stair-step pay scale, which resulted in higher wages immediately on the front end. That was outside of negotiation of contracts. Okay. And uh, they made a county contribution to a COPS grant that allowed the sheriff's office to at least temporarily, over the course of two or three years, have some extra help via state grant money. So that was all in response. They say that's a one-and-out type thing. They're not going to. They're not going to go on a back and forth with the union and the public with this. So we'll see what happens today, uh, and follow up from there. But as for the sheriff, he's not represented by this union. I was going to ask that. Okay, interesting. And he doesn't really. I mean, his statement was that he can understand both sides of the argument. Mm -hmm. He he does think that his dispatchers and corrections officers and and deputies deserve higher pay, but at the same time, he understands that the county has to stay within the confines of its budget and that the offer made by the commissioners was made in good faith and that they have to, to do what's best. It might then like Mr. Hensler had said, you know, in a conversation with Pete and I, mm -hmm. you know, it would be, it would be easy to take some money and throw it toward this problem on the front end. But as long, if it's not sustainable, then you're only going to make a worse problem down the road Correct. for not only the sheriff's office, but for all County offices it needs to be handled properly. Right. You know, and from it, the get go. Yeah. It needs to be, uh, needs to be worked out to where it's feasible to continue on that way. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Um, of course, the union also points out that if these people were to leave in, in great mass, you know, uh, there's going to be a very huge gap to fill as it comes to 911 services. So whether or not that's a scare tactic, I mean, we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see, but. Okay. So today there's actually going to be some negotiation going on. That's what we were told. We were told that um, due to a conference in Columbus last week, uh, Auditor Ridgeway was unavailable. So okay. now that they can get all three commissioners, Tiffany, together and with the union and try to iron this out. Okay. Uh, at, to this point, obviously, it's been fairly adversarial. There have been threats that there's going to be a billboard erected along State Route 32 with you know contact information to get a hold of the sheriff's office, the commissioners, to, to let them to have the people let them know that they want higher pay for their deputies. They want a continuation of 911 services, et cetera. So okay. it, it really jumped off really quickly. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, they just went straight there, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, this will be interesting to follow. Um, certainly, we need law enforcement. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so hopefully, this will all be. And unlike most other resolved, unlike most other emergency services, the, the sheriff's office doesn't have an operating levy. I mean, you know, EMS has levies. Uh, fire departments have levies. Law enforcement in no part of this county do they have operating levies. I don't think do they. No, that's uh-huh. what I thought. Not at all. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So they're totally reliant on grant money and what they get from the county, as far as the sheriff's office goes. Okay. Oof. Glad I'm not having to deal with that. <laughs> right. Well, I think I think this is clear. The commissioner and terms of what has been thrown out on the table. We don't know that, of course. There's sure. some things right. we do know because this has been thrown out in the public. But I think the commissioners do want to give the um, union members a good raise. Mm-hmm. It's just that I think the union representative feels that it's so out of whack, it needs to be bigger than what you would normally give in one labor contract. So, gotcha. so that's 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 the issue there. Okay. Uh, you know, so we'll see what happens. It as we said, it's kind of unusual. This issue's been thrown out in the public. The business manager and secretary for the union, that is uh, a tactic that he's doing. He feels like the public would be on the side of the union on this, uh, that the wages do need to be higher. And so, you know, there might be a billboard. I know that there may be some media advertising. Mm-hmm. And of course, we had the Facebook uh, page put out there uh, first. Uh, we had the letter to the editor submitted to mm-hmm. us. And the, the commissioners, I don't, I think, wanted to keep this, uh, you know, behind closed doors and work it out. But, of course, now they have been in a position where they've had to respond with uh, their their stance on things. Is this Facebook group a public mm-hmm. group? Yeah. So, it's called Save Our Sheriffs. So, Save Our Sheriff's Office. But it's just for our area. Yes. Or is yeah. it a nationwide? It's, it's for our county's negotiations. So yeah. what are have you been on there? I'm just wondering what people are saying. I mean, from what I've seen, there have been good and bad comments because I saw a comment from one individual that pointed out that they were using scare tactics, scare tactics, and uh, that the county basically has to operate within its means. Without, without but the, I mean, that was that was kind of an outlier. There are a lot of people jumping on that bandwagon, and uh, there have been quite quite a bit of activity from okay. the unions in. Interesting. They posted pictures of one of the. Uh, engineers contracts that were that was recently approved just to point out their starting wages versus this group's starting wages okay interesting right and the information that we know we're going to be uh, of course as transparent as we can if we get information because it has been thrown out of the public it is an important issue and so uh, you know if you didn't get a chance to see saturday's paper there's a lot of detail in there mm-hmm. there you uh, go not only the story that phil wrote which is very detailed but also exactly what uh, the commissioners put out in a statement and also what the union put out in a statement, which is okay. more information than even is mm. what is in the story. Yeah. So it's out there, you know, online and in the paper. And of course, we'll monitor it as as we go. I have a feeling on the union side, if they feel they need to, they're going to be putting out more information publicly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what the commissioners do. They wanted to uh, pretty much say everything they needed to say in this, and then, you know, let's work it out behind closed doors, which is the way it normally is done. Right. Okay. So well, we, will, we will see. But, we will but, keep but, you updated. But definitely a, 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 a big deal, very uh, yeah. important, not only for, for those sure. employees in the sheriff's office, but the public as well. Yes. Because of what's at stake. Okay. 
Phil. All right, well, thank you, Phil. No problem. And thank we're you glad you survived your rattlesnake attack. Yeah. And when, when I say this, I'm saying this kind of tongue in cheek. He saw a rattlesnake over the weekend. I took a picture. It rattled. it rattled at him. And I bolted. He freaked. <laughs> <laughs> End of story, as we all would. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I thought I'd send him on something that wasn't controversial. He ran a rattlesnake. <laughs> you get him attacked by a rattlesnake. <laughs> Hi, James. Hey, Jen. I just want to let you guys know some good no news. Rick Knoll is alive and well. He just showed up at 930 instead of 9 o'clock. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so, uh, Did you no, give him all kind of heck? No, but I told him that you should probably call Diana that she was maybe a little worried. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we but, don't uh, want Deanna yeah. to freak out so a little bit. So for anybody that was concerned, he Rick is, is good. We have, yes, we have seen him with our eyes. I did see him look in the window yes. there. So, uh, a little bit with a little bit of a look of chagrin. Yes. Oopsies. <laughs> but he will be there on Sunday. Saturday. Saturday. Yes. I'm sorry. Saturday evening. And yes. uh, having been to some of those concerts, well worth that they very are, low price yes. for a ticket. Five bucks. Come on. Right. Exactly. Yes. All right. Well, we have some other news to run down real quick. Okay. Uh, over the weekend, uh, we had uh, a motorcycle versus pickup truck collision. Out on State oh, Route 124. That's never good. That is, is in Milton Township. That would be east of Wellston. Uh, occurred near the intersection of Salem Road. Uh, we ha do have that report online already uh, on the telegramnews.com. Uh, occurred at 4.42 p.m. on Saturday. According to the Highway Patrol, a, uh, a motorcycle that was being driven by Dewey McDaniel, age 53, of Jackson, was westbound on State Route 124. At the same time, a pickup truck being driven by Blake Royster, age 25, of Wellston, was eastbound. Uh, according to the patrol, Mr. Royster's pickup truck went left of center, struck the motorcycle, um, and as a result, uh, Mr. McDaniel suffered what was described as incapacitating injuries, and he was flown by medical uh -oh. helicopter okay. uh, to uh, St. Mary's Regional Medical Center in Huntington, West Virginia. And uh, Mr. Royster was not injured. However, he was subsequently arrested for operating a vehicle while impaired. Uh-oh. So that, okay. was, that was late Saturday afternoon. We do have that report online. It did end up uh, closing down State Route 124 there at that location for almost an hour. Okay. All right. So... One, uh, so we talked about the sheriff's office contract. We talked about, you know, this uh, injury-related vehicle wreck. Yes. Uh, now we're going to talk about something good. You know, we try to balance. <laughs> we do. But uh, very, uh, this did not happen in Jackson or Vinton counties, but it was a good news story uh, that happened in Columbus at the Hilton Polaris Hotel up there uh, by uh, the, the big Polaris shopping center. Okay. Uh, Erica Hazen uh -huh. was inducted into the Ohio Basketball Hall of Fame. Oh, cool. Now, you cannot have a higher honor if you're a basketball player, a basketball coach, That's or somehow awesome. associated with basketball in Ohio. There were 18 inductees, and she was one of them, and uh, Dylan just put her picture up. There she is there actually she is. getting her plaque. That's Eric, of course, on the left, uh, getting her plaque. Her family members, uh, some friends and co-workers from Vinton County were there. Uh, Erica... Uh, broke all kinds of records as a high schooler at Vinton County High School as a lady Viking. Then she went to uh, Shawnee State, and all she did there was lead Shawnee State to a national championship <laughs> and be the NIAI Player of the Year. So you see why she's Just Hall of that. Fame material. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that, that picture there that Dylan has up now, uh, that is her immediate family. 
Uh, you see her. Uh, you see her sister uh, Jordan next to her, and then uh, then you have uh, her uh, husband Chad, and then her oldest daughter Cameron, mm -hmm. who Cameron, of course, uh, had the distinction of breaking her mother's rebound record at Benton County High School <laughs> just a couple of years ago. Cameron That's now fine. playing volleyball at the collegiate level. So uh, you know, congratulations, Erica's in, and that is uh, a very proud papa and mother with Erica. On the left is Erica's father, Ron Hayes, and uh -huh. then to Erica's uh, left is her mother, Mary, and over there on the side is Sister Jordan. Cool. So uh, great. That's awesome. Great, great event. Uh, you know, we uh, we we reported on this several months ago when the in, when the Hall of Fame inductees were announced. But this was the actual ceremony. They did it upright uh, up there at the uh, at the Hilton Polaris. And uh, Erica, uh, was, as I said, just what a great uh, career she had up at the high school and collegiate level. You can't do a whole lot more than what she did. Yeah. And of course, she's uh, they she has remained in MacArthur and in Benton County. She is the district treasurer for the Benton County Local School District, and uh, just a, a great great. Uh, event for the family and for Lady Viking basketball and Shawnee State so basketball cool. too. Yes. I know uh, her coach from Shawnee State, Robin Hagen Smith, and her husband Greg, who helped with the team back when she was at Shawnee State, was there. Erica is a great example of a very talented athlete who made herself even better. Went to the very summit of achievement by just working hard. Yes, what a Love what that. a role model for for everybody uh, involved in athletics. Uh, we did have an initial story that we put online, uh, just, to, just a little bit to get it out because we considered it big news. Also, I uh, have something on Facebook that went pretty much viral. Uh, a lot of people uh, obviously think, know, that it's a great, uh, know that it's a great achievement that she had, a great distinction being in the Ohio Basketball Hall of Fame. We will have um, more coverage coming up in Wednesday's paper. So congratulations to Erica Hayes. Good Zinn, deal. A much deserved honor, the Ohio Basketball Hall of Fame statewide. This can be uh, somebody who made a career at any level in basketball, and Erica can claim to be Hall of Fame worthy at both the collegiate and high school <laughs> level. What a story. Congratulations. Yes. All right. Uh, speaking of sports, but kind of, once again, a kind of a negative story. This comes out of Jackson County Common Pleas Court. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, a criminal defendant named Melanie Stanley. She's uh, from Number Twelve Hollow Road, Wellston. She was uh, she uh, made a plea deal uh, in Jackson County Common Police Court after being uh, charged uh, being charged with stealing money from the volleyball booster club at Wellston High School. That is the oh. called the uh, Spike Club, and uh, she allegedly stole an undisclosed amount of money. In a period covering more than four years, July 1st, 2015 to September 1, 2019. And according to uh, the Wellston Police Department, who investigated the incident, this was not in the court documents, but the police did confirm this figure. Uh, allegedly, she took between $8,000 and $8,500. And this is just a single sport uh, support club there Ouch. that supports the volleyball program at Wellston High School. Uh, no sentencing yet. Judge Christopher Reagan has ordered a pre-sentence investigation uh, as a result of her guilty plea in this plea hearing. Um, after this pre-sentence investigation is completed, that will may that may help determine the judge in determining what the sentence will be. Uh, Wilson Mayor Anthony Brenner 
actually made a comment on this uh, to the media. He said, quote, we want people to know that if you steal from the kids in Wellston, we will prosecute. Mm -hmm. um, she was uh, charged. Uh, she ended up pleading guilty to a lesser charge, a first degree charge of misdemeanor theft. She had initially been charged with a felony level of grand theft. So she pled to a lesser charge, that. but it's acknowledged uh, in the police reports and so forth exactly what she was accused of doing. Okay. So we will follow that, of course, on the sentencing level. Also, uh, this is a story out of the city of Wellston. Uh, not too long ago, the Wellston city auditor, her name is Alicia Beatty, uh, mm -hmm. she resigned from her position. She did not, she had been the city auditor. She had been appointed to that position after Gary Crabtree resigned mm -hmm. in the middle of these term. Alicia, there she is. Yep. She did not run for reelection uh, as that is on the ballot this year for a new four-year term. She decided that she did not run for reelection. As a matter of fact, she decided not to finish her term. And uh, as a result, uh, Assistant Auditor Kathy Long is now in that position on at least an interim basis. Okay. We'll have to see. This is a Republican Party position. So we'll have to see if there will be uh, a caucus meeting. Maybe we've seen before when there's a vacancy in the middle of the term. Mm -hmm. We'll see if a caucus meeting is scheduled to uh, appoint somebody to fill out the, uh, the unexpired term. Uh, there are a couple of people who are running for the position of city auditor for the new term, which will start in 2024. Oh. They will be on the ballot in the general election 2023. Former Wellston city auditor Chris Dupree has filed as a Republican. He hopes to get his office back. He will be pitted against an independent candidate by the name of Kathy Helm. All right. Over the weekend in MacArthur, we had a lot going on, but in MacArthur, <laughs> downtown was buzzing. Oh, the yes. Southern Ohio Forest Rally was oh, taking place. Oh, I forgot that was this weekend. Right. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, this, is an, this is a national event. You know, it's a circuit thing. They go different places uh, during the course of the racing season. And this last week, they were, uh, they were doing three stages of racing in Southern Ohio. Started uh, Wednesday in Ross County, they were in the um, they were in the uh, state forest there, the Scioto Trail State Forest. Mm -hmm. Thursday, they were in the Shawnee State Forest in Scioto County, and then on uh, Saturday, the Zaleski State Forest in Vinton County. But on Saturday morning, this was a little bit of a tourist attraction. We, uh, got a lot of attention downtown. Red Thompson Jr. was there. He told me so. Uh, the racers and the racing cars were parked downtown there. Uh, they closed uh, part of the street there. There cool. you see some of the some of the cars that were coming in there uh, down in, right in the middle of downtown MacArthur. It gave folks not only who were on the circuit to see the racing later in the day, but it gave the downtown folks and other visitors a chance to talk to the race car drivers yeah. and also see these specialized cars. Uh, that are in this circuit. There is a close-up uh, version of one of the cars. It's like the real-life Fast and the Furious. Right, uh, right, exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a race car guy. I couldn't tell the difference between the Indianapolis Speedway and NASCAR and all like that. <laughs> but this is the Southern Ohio Forest Rally. That is It is super one cool. of the stops on a national tour. And I am told that this is one of the more popular stops. Yes. And so, you know, it's two-sided. It, it's a uh, People had a chance to see the racing take place up in the Zaleski State Forest. There were certain places where spectators could be. But also, it brought people to downtown MacArthur to see the cars uh, and the drivers, uh, uh, many of them from outside of Vinton County. And, uh, you know, obviously, when they're there, get gas, eat at the restaurant, 
Yeah, all they, of that. And, and they see what else is there. They may not have a chance to see the work at Hotel MacArthur. Yep. And see some of the other outdoorsy things maybe on the way up to Zaleski sure State thing. Forest. So that was uh, over the weekend, and we'll be reporting on that. We want to uh, also uh, tell you, Jennifer, uh, I know we're going to have um, Mr. James Tolan in later in the week, and he's going to talk about the new push to uh, for people to be able to buy bricks for the Jackson County Veterans Memorial Park. Okay. Right down there in the middle of town at Maine and Portsmouth. There's already a lot of bricks there, but there's a lot of room for more. Uh, there is a shot of mm -hmm. uh, the inscribed bricks uh, that are in the sidewalk there. Many, uh, much room for more. Ron Speakman got that going more than 10 yep. years ago. Really caught fire early. Uh, a lot of folks said, Ron, you're crazy for trying to do this. You'll never get all the donations. Well, many people came forward, a lot of individuals who wanted to honor somebody in the family, sure. maybe, who had died, but they were a veteran or maybe even killed in action. And so James Tolan, it's kind of it's kind of sat static for two or three years, even though you could buy the bricks, but he is trying to get it going into a higher gear again. I know he's going to be here. I think he's scheduled here on TV later in the week to talk about it. Um, I think maybe on Wednesday, James, is it? Okay, well, that is Flag a, Day the 14th. I don't know whether you planned that, but that is appropriate. On <laughs> did we Flag plan day. that? <laughs> oh, we did? <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, uh, he will be there to talk about. Uh, uh, he has kind of like improved the process. He's gone to a new place to do the bricks where they're available uh, more easily and maybe a little cheaper. Okay. And so he's going to be promoting that again. Very uh, good. I did receive confirmation today uh, that the paving project in the city of Jackson is starting. They're not going to be doing, I, I understand, any actual paving today, but some of the prep work you have to do before the paving mm -hmm. to get the street ready so you can put the, uh, put the asphalt on. And uh, it, will, it will take place at uh, this first stage of paving, paving throughout the week, weather permitting. But the places that they are, I think the first place they are is Ed Michael Drive which is down there on the very far southwest of town. If you're on David Avenue and you go past Grandview, there's a little little dead-end street called Ed Michael Drive just before you oh. get to the veterinary uh, hospital out there, okay. uh, Cindy Kidd's veterinary place. That is where that is the first street to be paved this year, but they're also going to be doing a section of Mount Zion Road uh, on that end of town, Euler Avenue, which is also there, Grandview Avenue, High Place, Star Place, and the section of Euron Street from David Avenue to Bennett Avenue, that's just what's so all gonna, that's in the same location. Right. Basically. All that yeah. is there in the southwest corner of town. And that will be taking place this week. There may be some parking restrictions involved when the pavers are on your street. Okay. But these are the streets that are, Watch supposed for to, signs. that are supposed to take place this week. And cool. of course, there's many other streets that are on the schedule for this summer. But that's the McKee Paving Company. And they are already starting on that. Uh, speaking of... Uh, Good things that are going on, improvements. Uh, Rio Grande Community College and the University of Rio Grande is going to break ground on a new facility in Pike County. What? Of course, you know, yeah. You know, we've got a Rio Grande branch in here in Jackson out on yeah. Main Street. We've got one up in MacArthur as well. There's one in Meigs County. And now there's going to be one after they get it built in Pike County. A groundbreaking ceremony will take place on Thursday at 2 p.m. at the former Piketon High School site. Now, that is in downtown Piketon on West Street. That is where the high school was. There's a new high school uh, that's uh, there now, but that's the old high school. I remember it being there when I was uh, working in Pike County. But uh, 
President Ryan Smith very excited about extending uh, the reach of the University of Rio Grande and Rio Grande Community College to Pike County. Love that. Now, Pike so County cool. is not part of the community college, so I'm not sure how that's going to work financially. But uh, still, uh, people in Pike County now, if they are interested in Rio Grande or the community college, they will not have to travel to, to even Jackson to be able to take classes. That's really and, good. And, uh, you know, they found out that not, not only for students at the collegiate level, but for adults who are trying to uh, uh, increase their yeah. employability, uh, maybe start a new career, very important to have accessible education opportunities at all hours, including the evening. Mm -hmm. And so this is another step in that direction. Also, we want to remind folks up in the northern, northeastern part of Vinton County that the Ohio Department of Agriculture could start as early as today they're spraying uh, to try to control the spongy moth, formerly known as the gypsy moth. Uh, <laughs> okay. the, Wait, so, how did it get the spongy moth? I do not know why they changed it from gypsy moth to spongy moth, but there had to be Can a you find reason. one of those, Dylan? But anyway, um, the reason that they want yeah, the, what's, to What's control, the big deal? They, they want to control the spongy moth, formerly known as the, as the gypsy moth, because it eats trees. You know, it can kill trees, eats Correct. the leaves so much. And it's going to be a very humane thing. The, the, the plane will fly very low. So, you know, don't think that someone's dive bombing or anything like that. But they're going to fly real low and they're going to use this spray. It doesn't even kill the moss. It just confuses the male and they don't want to mate them. <laughs> so, you know, it, it doesn't even make the moss sterile. It just confuses them. All right. So how they did this in chemistry, I can't tell you. But that, that <laughs> poor guy, it's, it's in the story. It's in the story. That's right. <laughs> well, it's better than the poor cicadas that they're, that their butts rot off. <laughs> they, can get it. they wait 17 years to come up out of the ground and their butts rot off. Oh, there, there they are. How about Dylan? Real quick getting that. that Thanks, is, Dylan. That is the spongy moth. And, and what Ew. I want to know, I'm going to have to look it up. Maybe James will find out over there. He's got his uh, phone with him. Yeah. Why did they change the name? I bet you it has something to do with political correctness. Yeah. What but was I, it? It was the gypsy moth It was the gypsy, it was the gypsy moth. There's the maybe caterpillar. Maybe it gave gypsies a bad name or something. Maybe. But anyway, uh, it's now the spongy moth. The spongy and, uh, moth. And they are going to be doing spraying in 51 of 88 Ohio counties, and one of them is Vinton County. Gotcha. And the spraying area is not the whole county. It's just a small part of the northeast section near Lake Hope and Zaleski in what they call the mineral area. But it is in the very northeast corner of the county. So, <laughs> poor all, moths. All right. Well, anyway, uh, some other good things that have occurred. Uh, we're going to have a nice story with some photos about the petting zoo at the Barker Farms. Yes, it was. Love they them. were at uh, Jackson, uh, at the Lillian Jones Museum for the Jackson City Library on Wednesday, and then Thursday at the uh, Oak Hill Public Library. Uh, but uh, Alex Shope was there on Wednesday. Got some nice pictures. We put one of them on the front page. I thought it was so good. But there's going to be some other photos and coverage in our Wednesday paper as a follow-up. But I tell you, all four of our public libraries do a great job with summer reading programs. It isn't just about reading. It's, uh, it's interesting programs that would, I think, would interest any adult, you know, so. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, just, and, and things that you wouldn't necessarily be exposed to that you have the opportunity to, to get to participate in. Yeah, absolutely. Super cool. Absolutely. Hey, we want to tip our hat to the Apple City Players. 
They had three performances this yes. weekend of the uh, play called Play On. Play On. Very ironic and and comedic, the fact that they made fun of, uh, of basically themselves because they did a play about the pitfalls of doing a play. That's that was the, It was a the, play about a play. Right. And, and, and play, here, yeah. here are some of the characters uh, working uh, right there. Uh, that's many of the cast members right there. I'm going to name them from you, uh, name them for you uh, from the left there. Uh, you have uh, Kim Seitz, who played the director. You have Ella Willett, who played uh, Marla Smitty-Smith. You had Race McLaughlin, who played Billy Carew. You have Polly Benish. Uh, you have Bethany Sarah Penix, who played Polly Benish. Uh -huh. You have Doug Sharp, who played Henry Benish. You had Allison Morrison playing Violet Embry. And you had Adam Hollingshead playing Saul Walton. Also, uh, cast members not in that photo were Allison Aldridge as Lu Lucille Peary, Ty Wells as Augie Manville, and Ryan, Ryan Spriggs as Phyllis Montague. And... Uh, I was able to attend a dress rehearsal or part of a dress rehearsal. I had two things to do that night, so I yeah. couldn't stay the whole time. But Red Thompson went and saw a chunk of the play, I think, on Saturday so night. So cool. All the reviews, very positive. They do comedy so well with the Apple City players. And I tell you, there's Allison Morris and Doug yep. Sharp. And uh, special props to Doug Sharp. Because not only was did he have a main part in the play, but he was the director. Yes, so he, he had to he do uh, had to do two things there. And so, uh, uh, very nice play. I think they're going to have another one in October called Misery coming in yeah, October. Yeah, so completely outside of their wheelhouse, right. um, the Stephen not, King not, play. Not unless they're doing a spoof, which that no, would be interesting, too. No, it's not going to be. It's going to be... The real deal. Okay, we'll and have to see some of the wild. We'll have to see some of the special effects on that one. Because our good but, friend Jules Stewart is also she, uh, okay, directing she, that. She told so. you about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can't go wrong with Stephen King, right? No. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> one of the great things about the Apple City Players—they brought community theater back to Jackson, uh, and they they've did. been going strong since 2017. They seem to do a little bit more each year. And the good thing about this particular play was there had some new thespians in this one yes. making their debuts. And so it looks like the future is good for Apple City players. You got it. Now, one thing that I was able to do on Saturday was go out to the Limerick Strawberry Festival. <gasps> now, so uh, fun. first of all, I wanted to support the Limerick Strawberry Festival. But the truth be told, I also wanted the meal. <laughs> we now, know you just wanted to eat. Right now, are you listening to this? I had it on Saturday night. I brought it home. Pam and I had it. We were going to split one and said, nah, we each have our own. Uh, chicken and noodles, uh, mashed potatoes, green beans, coleslaw, a roll, a cold beverage, and strawberry shortcake with ice cream. All that for $8. Yeah, that I is know, insane. I know the restaurants probably weren't very happy that yeah. day. If you could make it out to Limerick, you had to get out there. But those are three of the ladies so who were cool. serving up uh, the meal that day. And uh, also... Uh, uh, they were also serving up strawberry shortcake as well. It was like an assembly line there. Uh, they were mostly full. Okay, they were mostly full in the dining room, but there was also lots of takeout too. They fixed me up. Look so, at that. There they are, right? As you can see, pretty much full there. And that was a, a two hours into it. So uh, I think it was very, very successful. Heck yeah. Uh, we also want to remind you that the Jackson City Library will be starting its series of uh, hikes today. Uh, today's first hike that they're doing is at 5.30 p.m. at Leo Petroglyph. 
Very and so, cool. uh, you know, through more information on how where this starts and so forth, call the library at 286-4111. They gave us the schedule, but they didn't really say whether you meet at Leo Petroglyph or you meet at the library. Probably the library for folks who may not know how to get out there. But call the library at 286-4111 yep. to see how you can participate. Three yep. other hikes later on. Oak Hill Chamber of Commerce have their big uh, yard sale and Amish business showcase uh, a week ago Saturday. Mm -hmm. uh, once again, it was a big success. When you combine yard sale and all those Amish businesses and all the products they have, yes. uh, it's going to be a success. Uh, there you see... Uh, oh, I know the, that the, guy. Uh, that's, there you that's go. Hamburger Master Hamilton. Right. Hamilton hamburger Hamilton and, uh, there. And, and the wife Judy there handling, <laughs> handling the food service. They were popular because free hot dogs. There you go. You, you can't beat that. And sitting there watching it all go on is the president of the chamber, Curtis Strickland. But this was a great activity so because it gave people a chance to do their own yard sale in a group uh, setting where you'd get more business. The Amish, whose businesses are usually out in the country, they mm -hmm. had a place in town to showcase what they have. And then, of course, it probably brought people into Oak Hill just because of the event. You got so it. So congratulations to them. All right. I uh, want to remind you, the Jackson City Board of Education, their meeting, which would normally be tomorrow evening, has been reset for June the 27th. This was decided at the first of the year. They always have their June meeting the last week of the month to uh, do financial things that are connected with the end of the fiscal year. Okay. Uh, I know we're almost out of time, but uh, also want to tell you some other things that are going to be happening this week. Um, the uh, Butch Aldridge uh, Fishing Tournament that yes. used to be the Jackson Trout Festival. Trout Festival has gone by the wayside because no trout can be stocked. That's but right. the FOP has come up with a substitute event. It will be this weekend. It's very Saturday, fitting and perfect. From, yes. uh, from, it, from uh, early in the morning, about 7 a.m., it will be the approximate start to 4 p.m., absolutely free at Hammertown Lake. Uh, casting contest at noon for the kids. And there will be big fish contests at the uh, both for adults and kids. And it won't be trout, but you can catch bass, catfish, and a bunch of other things out there. If you catch a trout... We need to know about it. <laughs> right. We got a chance to win some valuable prizes in the raffle, including a fishing kayak. There you go. Doesn't get much better than that. All right. So we told you most of the news, and maybe we'll be back next week to tell you a little bit more. That's right, Pete. Follow the good news and the bad news and all, the all news. everything in between. Yep. All right. Well, very good. We hope that you have enjoyed uh, the program today. And we want to thank Deanna Stroth, Stroth for coming in and talking about their concerts this weekend. Uh, of course, Pete and Phil for doing the news and filling us in on all of that stuff. And we'll be back here tomorrow. So have a great day and we'll see you then. Bye-bye. This just in. The Telegram News has a new website. TheTelegramNews.com. Same dedicated coverage. Same trustworthy news with a brand new look. Covering Jackson and Benton counties and surrounding areas. Locally owned and operated, TheTelegramNews.com has its finger on the pulse of the community. Stay up to date on local events, high school sports, and breaking news. TheTelegramNews.com. Subscribe today at TheTelegramNews.com. Check it out.